Welcome to Canada's podcast, the number one podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Hello, this is Robert Smile coming to you today with Vancouver's podcast, a member of the Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen here in Vancouver, British Columbia. Sapora Kingsbury is an intimacy and mindful relating educator, transformational leader, and breath work specialist. She has shared her services globally with high achieving, consciously minded professionals, men and couples to cultivate their most potent self-expression and build skills to navigate everyday intimacy and thriving connections. Her vision is to embody and support others in feeling safe in their own bodies and cultivating an unprecedented level of presence and radical aliveness, be it in their private or professional life. Well, Sapora, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time today to be here for all our listeners. Thank you, Robert. I'm excited for our conversation. Great. Okay. I want you to tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you're from, and give us the details on your current business. That could be a really long story. <laughs> so I was born actually in Connecticut, which is actually in America, in the States. And I always tell the joke that I think I was dropped in a little bit too soon. I think they were heading towards Canada and they forgot me. <laughs> so Canada has been home for me for oh, about 10 years now. And it's always felt like home for me with community here and connections here. But being born in the States and I always find my work has, has been inspired by wanting to just see a different world, connect differently, communicate differently. People feel safe in their bodies. People feel, for people to feel more authentic to be who they are in the world. And it's been a part of my mission for most of my life. And I've, I've created a ideal living situation where I can travel the world most of the time, sharing my work through seminars, through public speaking, through online mentoring and consulting as well as most recently being a, a best-selling author, which writing now really excites me as a new platform to, to reach the masses out there with this message. Great. Okay. Now, did you need financing to start your company? How do you currently make money in your business now? Good question. Huh. So, yeah, you know, it, it's, it was unknown to me at the time of starting a business, really how much it would take you know, as potentially maybe a lot of entrepreneurs, we follow our passions and our dreams. And that's exactly what I've done. I did not get to where I am today by um, practical thinking, I should say. I'm not quite a practical thinker. I am a dreamer and a visionary. But when it comes to finances, I think what's taken, what, what I've seen taking place in my business and my career is people have been so inspired by my message and, and my service to the world that I've received um, a lot of funding. There's definitely been a really high, um, it's challenging, we're looking at the numbers, a really high level of investment from, from creating various platforms to you know, the appropriate web pages to, to book editors and literary architects and to keep things going. And one of the things that's really presently alive for me in my business 
is I'm ready more so than ever to let go of multitasking and just really show up and teach and do what I do. And I find that does take the financial investment, but more so even finding that perfect, the perfect team to come together who are also inspired by the, the mission. Okay. What is the long-term vision and what will your company look like in the future? Do you see the company expanding into other areas and where beyond Vancouver, BC, or even Canada? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm already global. So I do foresee the business reaching more people on a global level. We actually are most recently in the talks of even turning my vision and my programs into more of a, I don't like the word franchise, but into more of training people to do what I do. So when I'm no longer here, they can carry on the legacy and the work in the world. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about Vancouver now and what it looks like for you doing business here. What are the biggest benefits for you and being an entrepreneur here in Vancouver? I want you to give us some of the good points about starting a company here, but I also want you to give us some of the tough things or the challenges for our listeners so they can keep an eye out for them. Yeah. Yeah. One of the pluses as an entrepreneur here in Vancouver, I find is community. And I say that because there's just, as we know, there's so many entrepreneurs up here and most of the people I know and are friends with, there's a beautiful form of relating and tribe and connection. And I find that's very uplifting in having my own business. The challenges up here and I would say in all honesty, it's anywhere in the world is keeping things going and always being out there to plug into the right people at the right time. Um, To me, that is the most challenging thing, whether it's in Vancouver or anywhere in the world. Okay. Let's talk a bit about work and how you uh, do work in the city. We do some of our best work outside the office. Is there a place in the lower mainland close to where you live or work where you like to go recharge or get inspired with ideas or just think about your business? And does it change with the season considering all the rain we get here? Yes, it definitely changes with the season. This is actually, so I live here six months a year. I actually travel six months and I live here six months. And I will say this is my first winter in Vancouver and it is definitely not my season for creativity. The longer days, the brighter days definitely inspire. I wrote most of my book up here. So it definitely inspires more creativity. I'm finding the bear in me comes out during the winter season. Favorite place, I'm actually right in the West End right now. I love walking the seawall or going into the forest for inspiration. It's, there, there's so much life there to, to take in and so much stillness. And I find when I'm still, it's where I can be more creative. It's where my ideas come through with greater ease. Okay, we have a lot of international listeners. So this next question, I want you to speak to them. If you were to start all over again and you just moved here to Vancouver, BC, but this time you don't know anyone. Knowing what you know now, what would you do? And how would you go about starting all over again as an entrepreneur? Wow, that's a huge question. Hmm. I think if I was just moving here, I would, I would have a little bit set in motion before I got here. I would have begun cultivating relationships in the sense of doing a lot of outreach through research, through 
um, you know, email correspondence and just saying hello to people who are potentially in the similar fields or are entrepreneurs so that when I landed here, it could, there could already be connections happening because what I find again, even though we're talking about business and my business is the business of intimacy is that even in the business world, often what's lacking is intimate connection. And I do find that by creating and cultivating a tribe ahead of time or some form of connections is that would feel like greater ease in my body and my nervous system. And the outcome would be more productivity and creativity. So kind of establish things before you landed and then a little bit. Yeah. Plant seeds for sure. Plant seeds. Okay. Do the research. What does the first hour look like for you when you get up in the morning? Do you have a specific routine or a ritual that helps you get motivated to start your day? Yes. I have about two hours. <laughs> so I get up in the morning and I do prayer and ritual and I actually go into a full hour of Vipassana meditation and it's basically body awareness and scanning a conscious awareness from head to toe throughout the whole body for an hour and then I go into journaling my dreams from the night before and that takes I would say a good 90 minutes to two hours and then I find I'm ready for my day. Okay, do you think entrepreneurs have to be weird or unique in a positive way or are wired in different ways? Yeah, you know, I find, I find entrepreneurs are very creative, more creative than, than norm. They also have this sense of um, not as much, like they don't live confined by fear so much. They just want to, they sometimes thrive more by taking those unknown leaps and that seems more exciting for them. Right. So it's, it's a matter of just being able to go on the edge, so to speak. They like the edge. They seem to like the edge and there's definitely this more of a spark of creativity and not, not a fear of getting something wrong, right? Entrepreneurs are always out there and we do make a lot of mistakes and we just learn by them. Okay, what books are you reading now and why, or even audio books, and can you recommend any books for our listeners who are also aspiring entrepreneurs? Let's see. I have actually sitting right next to me, I am reading by Joe Dispenza, a book called Evolve Your Brain. And I find, for, for me, like I don't actually read books on business, on entrepreneur. I read books more on my work itself. And so Evolving the Brain, it's again, how, how can I cultivate more of an awareness with my body, my emotional body, uh, my psyche, so um, I can be more present and available and in the know-how for my clients. Okay, let's talk about your online or offline tools that you like to use on a daily basis. Anything specific? Skype, Zoom? I love Google Zoom. <laughs> I love Zoom very much. I find Zoom, it's crisper, it's clearer. I love the recording aspect when it's compared to Skype. I find, yeah, there's much clearer reception with Zoom. I love it. The other thing that I absolutely love when I do live interviews is be live. And some people I've heard really don't like it for me. It's so, I'm non-techie. So to have something that simple and easy that I can just plug in, press a button, and I can go live on an interview on, say, a Facebook platform, 
instantly and it saves and records it for me. I highly recommend looking at it, checking it out. Okay. Vancouver and BC, a very outdoorsy place. We've got everything here. You name it, mountains, uh, rivers, lakes, ocean. You can do practically anything here. How do you balance work and how do you relax and not think about work? And what are your favorite activities to do here in BC? Do you ski? Do you bike, kayak, golf, hike, or simply go for a drive? Yeah. So I'm blessed to have a job that's very exciting and joyful. I don't feel that my work and my personal life end. And that's probably just because of the field that I'm in. But to connect, I connect on a daily basis. I live right by the forest. So I am out at least walking in fresh air every day, hiking. Last year, I think I, I it was last year, I went kayaking off grid with, with orcas. I came like 10 feet within a pot of orcas. So I definitely feel the outdoors for me fuels me a lot. Yeah, that sounds very cool. To be that's very Pacific Northwest. Yes, uh, kayaking with the with the orcas. <laughs> right. Couldn't get closer than that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you weren't doing what you do now, what would you like to do for a profession? If I wasn't doing what I do now. Yeah, if you weren't doing what you do now. What would you like to do? God, when I was younger, I wanted to be a singer. Okay. Yeah, I, I would be a performing performing artist. I think that would be a lot of fun. Singer, like in a in a band, or just I'd like have a, a rock band. There you go, a rock and roll. Okay, totally. What kind of a job would you not like to do? Couldn't do it. Oh, I couldn't work for somebody else. <laughs> I yeah, I couldn't work a nine to five. I have worked a nine to five job before in, in my younger years, and. Just, I'm so unhappy. So definitely not a nine to five, not in an office setting. In business, what is your favorite word, quote, or sentence that you like to use? We must be able to feel everything in order to create sustainable change in our life. Okay. What's your least favorite word or sentence you do not like to hear? I have a strong pet peeve when people say, when people wish someone healing. It's very interesting. Yes, I don't like people to say, I wish you to be healed or something like that. Okay. If you had to pick one or two words to describe yourself, what would it be and why? Unique. Unique. Unique and you said two words or one? <laughs> one or two, one or two. I would say just extremely unique and one of a kind. <laughs> okay. What keeps you up at night, if anything? Expectations of myself. If I'm kind of living really attached to having high expectations of myself, Okay. A high achiever. High achiever and not happy with what I did that day. <laughs> Always striving for more. Okay. okay. I want you to give us the top three things on your inspired life list. This can be whether you want to write books, where you about your biographies, or if you want to do a TEDx talk, or if you want to do philanthropy, travel more, anything like that. 
Yeah, I'm looking to do a TED talk, TEDx talk within the next year. That's a huge intention of mine. I would love to do more outreach in different countries. Love to, um, and part of that I feel, which would be number three, is definitely more travel. I'd like to get back to Africa. Uh, anywhere in particular? No, anywhere. I've been to South East. I've been to Zambia and Zimbabwe so far, and I just look forward to discovering more. Okay. Do you have any advice that you may have received that you can pass on to entrepreneurs throughout British Columbia? Mm. Yeah. God, I remember one of my mentors, um, when I would self-critique or push myself really, really hard or just not give myself credit, and he, and he would say to me, because I'd ask him, you know, if client flow got low, he'd, I'd be like, what's going on? Why, why isn't this happening? And, and he sat with me, he's like, when you focus on taking care of yourself and you feel like you are thriving, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, he's like, that is when your phone is going to ring off the hook. He's like, but if you're not doing that and you're feeling drained and tired and just running yourself ragged, that's when you stop getting those phone calls. So that's a huge reminder to put our oxygen mask on first. So putting positive vibes out into the universe, it'll come back to you. Yeah, and self-care, lots of self-care. I think entrepreneurs yeah. forget about self-care. Okay. Well, speaking of self-care, Sephora, are you ready to have some fun? Yes. Okay, great. Well, as you know, entrepreneurs are very, very busy people, and we're always connected, always on the go, and it sometimes never stops. We're going to take you away from all that. There's a small tropical island just off of Fiji that only has one phone booth there. There is no internet, and yes, this place does exist. We're going to drop you off there. You won't have a computer or a smartphone or a tablet. You can use the phone booth located there anytime to call the boat. We'll come pick you up. How long would you last before you made that call? And what would you do while you were there? Oh my God. You just drew a picture of my ideal life. <laughs> I could go forever without making that call. I am a junkie to silence and I sit in 10 David Postman. So I could potentially even go a month before I made that call, to be honest. And I would be in absolute heaven. As long as I had a comfortable place to sleep and um, I'd be happy and some good food. I'd be happy. Yeah. You have everything there. Just no internet. Oh, per you know, my body and my mind would be very happy. I'm not very addicted to work in that sense. <laughs> okay. Okay. Zipporah, we're going to wrap things up. How can our listeners get hold of you? And is there anything you'd like to add before you leave us today? Yeah. Just, just a reminder to entrepreneurs because they are so, self-motivated we are so self-motivated motivated and creative so is to remember right the connection with our people with with our loved ones with our tribe and to remember self-care and connection and they can reach me at my website which is soulfulrelatinginstitute.com fantastic okay Sephora. thanks you thank you so much for coming on the show i've learned a lot about you and i'm sure our listeners have as well thank you robert it's been fun